0: Welcome, everyone, to Coffee and an Interview. I'm Jacqueline Pena, and today I'm here with our wonderful guest, Lane Gardner, the founder of Thread. Lane, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It is such my pleasure to be here with you, Jacqueline. Uh, I'm really excited about our conversation. Our listeners are probably wondering, what is Thread? And so let me toss it back to you and tell us a little bit about your organization.
1: Yes, yeah, so we are a therapeutic arts nonprofit organization, and we serve communities who are suffering from trauma. And we do that by um, having collaborative, creative workshops together where we take our participants through a process that allows them to share, well, I should say, discover, uncover the shared threads of their experiences. And we weave those together into a beautiful work of art, a song um, where everybody contributes um, something to it. And um, the amazing thing about it is is the ability to, to transform difficult experiences into something that is beautiful that not only helps the individuals but helps those who listen
0: as well. Wow collaborative art for healing that's a a new a newer concept for me so very interesting and um and it's an interesting area to develop professionally how did you end up in this area of collaborative work for healing purposes in in your organization and the creation of Thread itself? So it really is born from my life,
1: basically. You know, I had a very, very traumatic childhood. I um, was raised for many, many years, actually, in a fanatical religious cult. And So the arts became um, a way in which initially I was able to escape what was really tough about my life as a young person. Um, But over time, you know, what I ended up learning, what I ended up finding out was that the arts were really the thing that saved me. They were the, that was how I survived, Um, you know, and I started out as a young person. I come from a musical family, actually. Everybody was, you know, um, self-taught musicians. And so my early experiences were, even though I was in this crazy situation, um, we were able to come together as a family and make music and have these jam sessions. And in those moments, as a young person, I was able to see how music and creativity really transcended all of the difficulties between people, all of the, you know, sort of calcified opinions that everybody had. And it was this very cathartic, heart opening experience that I kind of grew up with and, you know, sort of cellular to me now that I think about it. So I would ultimately go on to, you know, begin to start um, exploring community theater as a young person and studying voice and um, and I actually went on to become a professional singer actor as my first career, <laughs> um, and you know for many many years that was really about, in a lot of ways, like I said, escaping my own story. You know, I was playing somebody else's character in a, in a, somebody else's story, right? And it was it was extraordinary. It was a very safe. Um, beautiful family to be in, the family of of creators, of artists, of actors and singers. And, um, you know, and so that was very formative for me. Um, But ultimately what happened is that the clock on that sort of ran out for me because I um, realized at a certain point that it wasn't really fulfilling me the way that I imagined that it would continue to do over my life. And you know, there's a, there was a point in my life when I when I was a new mom and um, all of my sort of past trauma started getting re-triggered and I was like, what the heck's going on And so I had to figure out what to do. I was in a bit of a crisis moment so I began to at that moment really start to understand that that the arts could be a really powerful tool for healing and so it took myself through that own process, my, you know, my own process of learning how to share my story in a creative way through music, through songwriting, and between seeing that impact for myself, and also, you know, as somebody who is an arts educator and you know has worked with hundreds of people over over the years, I began to experiment with my students as well, and so that's what led me ultimately into. Um, creating this nonprofit is that over the last, you know, 30 years, I've really sort of dug into this idea that the arts not only create a safe space um, and a connective space, but they have the ability to help us transform difficult experiences into really powerful works of art that help us that remind us of our strength and our courage and and that's what thread was really born from was this intentional use of creativity for
0: good yeah that was a very powerful story um there's so many things there the the life changes the career changes but you started with something very interesting um for lack of a better term, something a little different than we weren't expecting, which is you were initially raised within a cult and had some difficult situations. And the arts became perhaps kind of a lifeline or a way to process or deal with a lot of that. And then you took that on to create a career in the arts. You're singing and acting. And then from there, started teaching. And then from there, made major way into seeing how Art can be used, this cre- creative expression in some way could be used for this process of creating a safe space for people, but then creating beautiful works of art through which they can heal in essence, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, definitely. Oh, So um, lots of, of things to, to talk about here in terms of arts, the creativity and the healing process. With everything you went through, Would you mind sharing a little bit about how you use art, creative expression for yourself in a healing process, growing process, and then maybe how you're using that now with others through the work you're doing with Brett? Sure. So,
1: you know, I would say that one of the things that I think about the most um, when I'm, you know, working with others in a creative way is that we often tend to feel very intimidated by the idea of creative creativity unless you are a quote unquote artist right so i want to kind of you know talk about that a little bit more as i tell you my experience i mean obviously the arts was kind of second nature to me because that was you know a part of what i grew up with and then also part of my training um, so when I really hit a crisis point and I needed to start to figure out how to help myself, I went to the thing that was familiar to me, which was making music. And the process of that for me was really about um, figuring out how to share my story in a way that was not going to trigger me, <laughs> you know, like one of the things I think that people including myself, get very sort of worried about when you think of sharing your story, you're just like, oh no, like that's gonna hurt. That's going to bring up all this stuff. It's gonna gonna have to relive all this stuff. And so one of the things that happened for me as I was going through this process of starting to write songs about my own experiences was that I realized that the structure of the song was actually a really safe container for my experiences because I was able to say, okay, well, what if I turned my anger into this rhythm of the song? What if what if that was the channel? What if that was the avenue for me to express this, right? And so that ended up being sort of the foundation of a song was this driving rhythm that for me was that emotion, right? And, um, you know, it could also be like a lyric where I was, creating almost like poetry from my story instead of just gushing in these really, you know, raw and and triggering ways. I was transforming my story into something that felt like poetry perhaps. And so that also was a safe container in terms of, you know, the ability for the arts to give us a safe passage through our experiences because we're, we're transforming them into rhythm and rhyme and melody. And um, that holds our feelings and our emotions in a very special way and allows us to, um, you know, to really create something and not just be overrun by our experiences and having to be, you know, um, I don't know, re-triggered by them. So so I found that to be incredibly cathartic and comforting for me, um, even as somebody who is an artist and who understands music, um, it really helped me to discover that the therapeutic part of this was really about using these elements of creative expression, of music, of sound, and so That was a real big like light bulb moment for me, going through that experience for myself and starting to really tell my own story. Um, You know, I had been teaching for many years before I started writing my own music. And one of the things that I realized was that I was much more comfortable um, helping other people tell their stories. (laughs) I was really hiding from my own. I really was, I didn't want to to look at it i didn't want to experience it i didn't want to have to go back there again right because it is very painful and so you know i think that that coming to that experience for myself of realizing that i needed to be able to start to share my own story it was no longer going to work for me to be a character in somebody else's play or somebody else's musical that the only way that i was really going to be able to heal was to begin to to tell my own story and so I think as I kind of went through that process, it was very healing for me. It was very cathartic. It was very transformational. And I thought to myself, gosh, okay, you know, I kind of had to go through my own crisis in order to get to the next step of how I can help other people as well. You know, like you can only be. A model <laughs> of, <laughs> of your own work, right? You can't you can't just tell people what to do without actually living it yourself, you know. And so, that was a really incredible turning point for me. And I began to then experiment with my students and and really sort of, okay, hey, can I can I help other people learn how to do this? And and specifically, people who are not musicians, people who are not artists, people who are terrified of being creative, you know, and really began to sort of realize that, yes, that actually is um, the more important communities to, to bring this to, because, um, you know, you don't have to be an artist to feel like you can express yourself in a creative way. And so I began to develop, you know, ways and, and, and workshops and processes to make that, creative process very um, safe and very fun and very collaborative to sort of take the scariness out of it and and you know what we sort of discovered over time was that um, that this really can help anyone you know and especially now we think about it like um, you know unfortunately trauma is is sort of the most pervasive thing that's happening in the world right now and it's you know, you, you don't have to think, well, okay, well, I was never in this, you know, a mass shooting, or I was never in a natural disaster or whatever, and I, so I don't have trauma. Like, I think we all have our own experiences of trauma that we could all benefit from healing, you know, um, even, you know, um, you know, those people who, who are, you know, go through any kind of bullying as a young person or as a, you know, as an adult, that has a traumatic impact, on us, you know, and, and, you know, it could be anything. It could be, you know, um, people who have um, had miscarriages, people who have um, lost a loved one, people who are caregivers for um, other people and that the toll on, on us can be a form of trauma. And so you start to think of it that way, um, you know, it, it's it's something that I think all of us could, um, really benefit from especially now
0: yeah. but it's there, there was just so much there I, I want to start with arts as a safe passage for our feelings and process and mm-hmm. this conversation around that that you shared with us and then sharing with us so many things about your own experiences and um, you know you, you kind of you have to go through it if you're gonna help others go through it. And it's you you pointed that out. And it's clear that you empowered yourself through certain tools and talents and processes in the in your own healing process. And now you're taking what you've learned to empower others mm-hmm. in their process. So very um, wonderful story, and not everyone and not everyone gets to that part where they're fully empowered and then they're empowered to help others. And the fact that you're now bringing this forward through thread to others is really remarkable and, and definitely part of paying it forward and, and, and helping others, <clears throat> excuse me, and helping others find their path to healing in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's,
1: I think that it's really about, um, you know, you teach what you have to learn (laughs) you know um and i think that it 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 works on both sides of the coin right i'm always in the process of learning something new and and learning how to help myself as much as i'm helping other people Mm -hmm. and it just so happens that this is this particular avenue is is what i know it's also what i'm passionate about it's what i've lived Um, but i do think that you know part of my experience of helping other people is really also about helping myself, you know, and, 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 and learning from other people's journeys. You know, we, I think a lot of times we feel so disconnected from each other. You know, we feel so um, almost like self-isolating because we say, okay, well, I'm feeling bad about this experience or I'm you know, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z and I'm the only one who's feeling that right? I'm the only one. And so, you know, I kind of feel like I can't even bring it up or talk to other people about it, or I don't feel like anybody's going to understand. Right. And so I think that this idea of, 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 you know, sharing your stories in a creative way allows us to also see that we all have very similar experiences. You know, we've all lived them in different ways, in different, Mm -hmm. um, you know, our own individual journeys. But when you begin to feel like you can maybe dip a toe into, you know, finding the courage to kind of share a little bit of your story, everybody else is like, oh, yes, me too, you know? And so what happens is there's there's this collaborative sharing that helps both the individual and the group. Right, there's this individual and collective healing sharing experience that's possible that then begins, I think, to kind of create a bit of a domino effect in terms of, um, you know, creating um, healing and transformation because you don't feel like you are alone, you don't feel like nobody sees you, nobody understands you. You, 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 you know, the power of being witnessed, right for what you're going through is an incredibly transformative experience. And so when, you, when, when you're sharing your own story and, and other people have the ability to hear your story, then you're, you're sort of, you know, you're creating the situation where um, everyone feels seen and heard and witnessed. And that in and of itself is incredibly transformative and cathartic and helpful. Right. And I'm and I'm a big and I'm in that circle right uh, as somebody who's helping other people I am absolutely in that circle because I've had a hard time learning how to share my own story and being you know open to that that collaborative process because I think I've had a lot of shame, a lot of, you know i think a lot of times when you have difficult experiences sometimes it comes with a layer of shame you know and you kind of feel like ah oh, like i am not a good person for having all this garbage and all this difficulty inside me you know and and so i think that you know again i'm i'm in the circle with everybody else because we're all in this together we all have such similar
0: threads that we share mm-hmm. And you know you're you're circling you're circling back to this concept of you don't feel like you're alone uh, and you're doing this together and this other concept of um, that we've all have gone through similar experiences maybe handled them different ways or had different pieces but we've we've all gone through some kind of trauma at some point, so there's that connection across all of us. And then you might have a lot of people who've gone through trauma because of something with childhood or alcohol, drug abuse themselves or someone they know or um, divorce or domestic violence. And you can start seeing these uh, other connections, but at the broadest scale, we've all gone through some trauma. And I love how you defined it too. Maybe we're caregivers of someone with a major health crisis and there's trauma around that. You know, how we define trauma, I think that's interesting as well. And you started looking at a slightly different, broader definition that gives us space to process what we're going through, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Definitely. I think that's one of the amazing things that the
1: arts does, that creative expression does is it holds space for us it holds space for our experiences it holds space for the stories that enlighten us that illuminate us that that help us see some part of our experiences that that we didn't know before right it, by holding that space you can learn more about yourself you can learn more about other people and the arts do that. They really do, whether it's your own story or whether you're watching a play or a show or listening to a song or, you know, a, a, a dance concert or a piece of you know visual art, right? It it reflects back to us. It holds the space for us for our our experiences. And that's that's the power of I think creative expression. You know, we're telling the stories of us you know and that there's a safety in that there's a safe container that the that the arts that creative expression offers us you know because it's in the in the form of 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 a story or of a of a of, a, of a, an art form that holds it holds space for the story you know and i can't think of anything else that does that quite the same way as, as creative expression does, as the arts do.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a great point and, and we've defined trauma, we've defined the healing process a little bit and the, cult, the threads that tie us together for us to not be alone. We haven't fully defined creative expression and mm-hmm. the arts if we can do that for a moment. Um, because people might think, well, I'm not a good painter, but I like to write spoken word poetry or something like that. And so what, what do we mean by creative expression here?
1: I think it's a form of sharing something authentic of yourself. And it can, it can be anything, right? And I think I can use the example of the way that our workshops go um, to kind of take the point that you're making a little bit further, which is the creative expression looks different for each person, right? Um, So when we run our workshops and take the participants through the process, we, you know, start with, you know, icebreaker games and we, we, you know, do a lot of like creative, you know, sort of brainstorming activities, you know, kind of just getting the creative juices flowing. It's all very fun. It's all very, you know, collaborative. And then as we start to get into the process of sort of drawing out the shared experiences that we all have, which is ultimately what the project ends up being about, which is what everybody's sharing. Um, What happens is each participant tends to find their own comfort zone within that project. And so there might be somebody who's really comfortable singing, and that person ends up being the person who is a quote-unquote singer on on the track. But then terrifying, you know, singing might terrify someone else in the project. So they might, you know, find like, okay, well, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier for my own experience about transforming my feelings into a sound or a rhythm, you know, there'll there'll always be somebody in the program who's like, you know, I, I, I want to make the beat for this song. Like, I I know, I can feel that. I know how to do that. And so they contribute that part of their their own authentic expression, you know, or, you know, another person is like, you know, I've, I've always wanted to, you know, um, play a shaker. <laughs> Can I play the shaker on the track? You know, like, and so what happens is, you know, to your point, every person has their own form of creative expression that they feel resonates with them. Right. And so, In the the project that we create, each person has a credible skin in the game because they've contributed their authentic creative expression in their own way, in their own comfort zone, in their own wheelhouse, right? And so that allows for everybody to not only feel that they've contributed something, but it also allows them to feel that transformative process that they've added their own authentic quote-unquote voice to the project and then it's out of their body now and it's in this project and it's transformed itself into a beautiful element of that project and so we talk about you know one of the reasons why thread is named thread is because we all contribute our individual threads to the whole, right? And we weave these beautiful experiences together into a beautiful collaborative whole. And so I think creative expression, going back to your original question, is those authentic threads that we all have inside of us that is our own form of sharing a little bit of who we are in in a way that... Um, make sense to us, I think. <laughs> not very succinctly, but <laughs> a bit of a winding answer, but
0: yeah. Well, no, it's inclusive. I think we can all connect to, to that. And, and it, it doesn't make me feel like because I'm not a good painter or a singer or a musician, I can't go through the healing process through creative expression, the power of creative expression no, you're saying that's not the case. This yeah. is creative expression is really any way of, it's a form of expressing something about yourself. That's what, what I got from our conversation. And yeah. so yeah. we define the, the form of creative expression that we want to use or what contribution we want to make to a collective form of creative expression that's exactly in this right. healing process. Yeah,
1: that's exactly right. And, you know, I do think that, that there are, is power in numbers, right? You know, it, it is a singular experience when we're expressing ourselves for our own healing. That is beautiful. That is powerful. That's amazing. When we contribute that to a larger community, the power and the impact of that contribution becomes exponential, It really does because it's being amplified by everyone else's authentic expression and everyone else's authentic power, right? And I've always sort of believed that, um, you know, creative expression could be a catalyst to change the world, to change the world that we have right now, which is made up of people who are struggling, who are suffering, who are feeling divided, who are feeling, you know, left out who are feeling you know lost right we we live in that world right now in a lot of ways and so if if each person is is having the ability to begin to heal themselves on the inside through something like this that a creative cathartic experience that's not um you know painful or difficult then each person who's helping themselves is contributing a more healed person to Mm -hmm. the collective and what happens is society then begins to change into more healed connected collaborative whole you know and so i always say it's like changing the world one person at a time from the inside out when we tend to our insides that is in some ways a contribution to helping to change the world you know it's this sort of individual and the collective all at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very, um, very interesting perspective. And I think, I think the way you bring this concept to us again makes it very attainable for all of us. And uh, for our listeners who are going through this episode and trying to think about okay, what do I do next? I'm not part of Thread, I don't know where Lane Gardner lives. <laughs> um so i could talk to her what are what what would you say for us regardless of the trauma we're going through however we define it what are some ways for us to embrace the power the healing power of creative expression now in our in our lives that's such a great question i think i want to start by saying like
1: you know creative expression um is, it, is sort of an innovative approach to healing right now. You know, traditional talk therapy is not for every person. I think that some people find it intimidating to go in and work with a therapist one-on-one, you know, um, support groups are not for everybody, right? You know, like not everybody resonates with these structures that are known to us in terms of helping ourselves heal. So this idea of creative expression, I think is, something that can be very individually, you know, discovered by each person. And I think what I mean by that is, you know, asking each of ourselves, you know, what do I love? What, what moves me? What touches me? What helps me feel more open-hearted, right? And for some per- people that might be, you know, when I journal, if I sit down and just journal my thoughts, that helps me feel better. That's a form of creative expression, right? For another person, it might be, you know, building um, a birdhouse, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of random things off the top of my head, but like, that's a form of creative expression, right? And that's, you know, that is a way of sort of moving our, 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 feelings and our experiences into something else, right? It could be in the form of, you know, (laughs) I've just recently taken up um, doing um, like dance exercise videos, you know? And and what I found is like, I'm not somebody who, you know, is particularly sporty person, but what I found by moving my body in this expressive way, I started to get like tears in my throat from time to time because I was I was moving in a way that was expressing something in me that needed to come out. And so I guess what I would say to to your listeners is ask yourself, what, what, what do you love? What moves you? And do that in a way that contributes something of your essence to it. You know, go bake a cake but decorate it in a way that only you can decorate, even if you're not a cake maker or a cake decorator, right? Um, And so that's a form of creative expression and a form of of pouring your own essence into um, something outside of you that allows you to feel not only more connected to yourself because you've sort of began to, um, what's the right word like, um, Uh, Connect to your own creativity, but you're pouring it into something that then you can look at and you can say, I did that and that's mine and you can you know if it's if it's a birdhouse you put it in your yard and you can look at that every day as a reminder of your self-expression and something that you did for yourself that helped you feel better right or you know if you if you um you know are making that cake then take a picture of it and and before you eat it and and use it as a reminder that you know i've put something of myself into something creative Mm -hmm. and that helps me and that helps me feel better or if you're courageous enough share it with other people and, and 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 have a discussion about like what the process was for you you know one of the things i think that i'm seeing happen a lot more right now is the the idea of talking about mental health is becoming more um, on the tip of our tongues right it's becoming a real urgent crisis that we're in people are more willing to talk about their mental health and so the form of having the idea of having something creative that you can share with other people to cultivate conversation about your creative expression and how that helped your mental health is going to help to destigmatize mental health in mm-hmm. in new and innovative ways, right? And so in, in the way that we do it in thread with our songs, the songs are really meant to be shared. They're meant to be distributed. They're meant to be in the world so that people can listen to that and be like, oh, gosh, I get that. But let me talk about that with somebody else. And so we can really begin to start to, um, you know, make the idea that our wellness and our mental health is really worth sharing because I'm not the only one who's feeling it. You're feeling it. My husband's feeling it. The guy down the street is feeling it and and the more that we can destigmatize it the more that we can help each other and the more that we can um move through it and transform it into something that is um helpful to all of us
0: mm-hmm. very yeah very very true i love how inclusive your conversation of creative expression is i um love the fact that you acknowledge that mental health and art it's like the, the tip of the tongue is becoming more and more urgent and more and more people are more comfortable talking about it but may not have the outlet to, to get the conversation going and so whatever is created through this through the creative expression process can then mm-hmm. be used for that conversation to help start that conversation for them and for others who are seeing or hearing or tasting or experiencing the results of that creative expression process. That's right. That's right. It can be as simple as that. Hey, I
1: I, you know, I did this dance exercise the other day and oh, I started to cry while I was doing it. I don't know why I was crying, but I felt better after I did that. Like having feeling like you can say that to somebody else and and mm-hmm. and 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 have begin that conversation is creative in and of itself. And it's also a form of wellness for all of us Mm -hmm. to to get ourselves out of this isolation, which has been so much more impacted. um, And uh, through COVID, right, this isolation, this sort of disconnection that we're feeling. um, Mm -hmm. It's been so much more highlighted, I think is what I mean to say, and so much more exacerbated, um, you know, having the courage, I think, to talk to somebody else about even just about your creative process is a form of connection. It's a form of um, creation. It's a form of healing.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. Agree. This is very powerful. We've gone through quite a conversation from you as a founder of Thread, your um, own experiences with trauma, and healing through the arts as a musician and taking on a professional career, and then taking everything you've learned through that process and creating a, a, a collective workshop of sorts, a workshop where people would come together and collectively create something, go through the creative expression process together to heal through their own trauma. And then how all of that then circling back takes us back to thread. Um, you also gave us some great tips that we can start using so that we're not trying to figure out where you live (laughs) and
1: how you can help us. Here's one of the cool things. I'll just put it out there. You know, when COVID hit, we, we had to figure out like everybody else on the planet, we had to figure out how to do the work virtually. And we did. So, you know, please don't feel afraid to reach out because, you know, uh, we're not in the same town, right? We have figured out how to do these workshops and and not only remotely from a therapeutic standpoint, but there are, if you can believe it, of course it's true because technology is amazing these days. There are collaborative recording platforms that we use that we could make a song together and each of us sitting in our living room, just like we're doing now. So I would just say like to anyone who's you know compelled and resonates with what, what we're talking about here today, Please reach out to us because it's not we're not location um, bound, you know, um, the, the, the world wide web, as we say, can really connect us all and we can do these workshops remotely from anywhere. And so um, please reach out to us if it's something that resonates with you, because, um, you know, we really are working hard to expand our reach to let people know that there are alternate experiences of healing and connection that they might not know about that might be more fun and creative and cathartic and less intimidating than what they know is out there. So we're really trying to get the word out to, so that people know that there are alternates to um, getting the help and support that they really need. So. Um, We're here, man. We're totally here and we can do it from anywhere.
0: That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. And for our listeners, the links to access these different resources, including uh, contact information, the thread website, all of that is in the description section for this episode. So you can click on the link, depending on your platform or copy and paste the link into your web browser and go um, straight to that resource. Um, Lane, thank you for sharing all of this. I just wanted to thank you for being here for coffee and interview for opening the conversation about the healing power of creative expression. I think all of us, all of us can really walk away with ideas of how to heal from trauma in our lives, however we define it through creative expression. Of course, now we have to actually commit to doing it, finding the time And that's on us to do that work. So I do urge our listeners to think about it and and really dive into this idea of of healing through creative expression. And I think you're going to love the results of that process. Thinking about some of my own past uh, traumas and how I use creativity and creative expression in, in that healing process. I think this is a very powerful tool for people of all ages. So definitely check out the resources, listen to the episode again, dive into a creative expression project that you feel is healing on your own if you wish. But I think um, you also have a lot of great group or collaborative um, environments or opportunities for that as well. Lane, I don't know if you have any final words before we close out this episode for us, but um, I do wanna thank you for being on this episode. This was extremely helpful for us, especially as we continue through this pandemic and we continue to struggle with other life issues that pop up as we're navigating a pandemic.
1: Yeah, Um, I think the only thing that I would just wanna, you know, leave everyone with is, you know, um, we're all in this together, you know, and we are having similar yet different experiences, but we can all here for one another in in what like you said continues to be a challenging time and so um i think you know i think that's the last thing i just want to say is you know if you're if you if you're feeling that disconnection if you're feeling that you know need um to to you know reach out please do because i think there's so many of us who are all feeling the same way we need each other and we need to share with one another what we're going through and so you know so not feel so alone in in this tough time
0: right so Mm -hmm. yeah thank you so much for that and again thank you for being on the show and to our listeners again check out those resources make the connections take advantage of this knowledge of healing through creative expression and um and share share with others I think we need to start healing together and helping each other get through this process. Nain, once again, thank you for being here for coffee and an interview. It's been truly a pleasure. Um, Thank you for taking the time out. Thank you for sharing the resources from Thread and for sharing your experiences and for giving us all these tools and tips. We truly appreciate it.
1: Truly my pleasure. Loved being here with you today,
0: Jacqueline. Thanks. Thank you. And to our listeners, have a great day and continue listening to Coffee and an Interview. Great episodes to keep on helping you live your best life.